let's see. Oh, there you go. to get us started there. Huh? Oh. It's Fuck one you, for Dougie. Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's one for Dougie. See, we start with the Ducky. <laughs> oh, that's it, Funky Duck. Mm -hmm. Too many. Too many. <laughs> well, that's Dougie. Does anybody know? If he knew, he, he said, sure. Sure. this could be a great game tonight. Yeah. Georgia Kentucky. Oh, the kids from Penn State. Yeah. They could have definitely used him last yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, so, what shame on them for not having a backup who's That's ready. what I said to you, and you looked at me like I had two heads. I was I like, know, come on. You were pissed. You were pissed at the time. They had mean, the, and they still had the lead. Well, I know. You were up two touchdowns. The thing is, if you don't have a guy who at least can get you through, just keep you, you know, the momentum. You don't have to be as good. If it was Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, there would be a drop-off, but not that much of a drop-off. That's what so I said. That's what I said to you. I said. I mean, shame on them for not preparing. Or at least having a different package. All right, listen, this guy's in. He runs better. We're going to run a little this right. with this guy. He can only run about these 10 plays. But have something that he can do it. And, and they still only lost by three. They should have won the game. Should have won All game. he had to do was get some first downs or something. Mm -hmm. He was like a bad high school quarterback. He was. And that's not a not good high school quarterback. That a was their fault for not preparing this guy. How come you don't? How are you not preparing this guy? There's been enough times that we've been up on <clears> some <throat> that you get this guy wrapped. So. Well, that's what I was saying to you because I was surprised. I know. I was just mad. I know you were mad. But Ohio State, you know, won the national title but with a third well, string. Third string, exactly. What well, they got all the passes? They do. They do. Yeah. But whatever. But I know. And then this this whole transfer portal shit. That's I mean, killing some teams. That's why Penn State's in the. You know, they're, they're they lost a couple of quarterbacks. You know, they're, they're thin here or there. because. So when did this are, start like this? It was this? a couple years ago. And what do you do? You put your name into the transfer portal. So what you portal. do, you put your name in the transfer portal, and if there's a college who says, hey, I could use you, you can then go without penalty. So Whereas you're before, just, you can take yourself in and out of this transfer portal? Yes. That's crazy. That is crazy. It's, it's like free agency. agency. It's like free agency, but I mean, the thing that they started is, a coach can leave and go without penalty. So, I mean, before, if you went from one Division A to another Division A, you had to, you had to sit out a year. You had to sit out a year. Unless that team signed a waiver saying, don't worry about Jeff it. Jeff Hostetler left Penn State. Went to West Virginia. Well, no, didn't he go, he sat out a year and he went to West Virginia. probably sat because that was years yeah. ago, yeah. There was another guy who went subdivision. You know, I mean, it's like. Well, if you go subdivision, you can you play, can play right. the next year. Play right. right. Yeah. Like the crazy. kid who went, to Devlin, who went to Devlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. He, he could play right away. Right. So what, was he at Penn State too? He was at Penn State. He was behind Clark. Was he LaSalle High School? No, he was at like Coachville, Coachtown, something like that. Oh, was Coach he? Coachville? Yeah, yeah, he was out good. there. Wow. And he okay. was very good. But uh, he was there when they had that Clark who started really playing well at the time. Hmm. So episode 75. Mm -hmm. The greats. There's a lot. I got a lot. Yeah. So Ryan Shotgun with Norman Jim, episode 75. And we're here with the greats to wear 75. Or those that did wear 75. They're not all great. Yeah, they're not all great, but guys. So start us off, Jim. I'm going to start off somebody with the sport that you may not think of Barry Zito, Oakland A's. Barry Zito, I remember that. Nice ball. He was on the Moneyball teams, and when you watch that movie, they never talk about how good their pitching was. That's why they were good. Zito had that weird hook. He was a lefty. Yeah. And he had this great, he had the high kick. Yep. 
And he always, you know, they wore the wore white shoes. But yeah, yeah, he had great command. He had a great pitching staff. That's a great one, man. I missed that one. Yeah, I totally missed that one. I always looked. He's one it. of the first guys I thought. I'm like pitcher. I always think of baseball first. Yeah, hey, you know, we're in the '70s, so it's not you're not good if you're fucking number seventy in baseball. All right, I mean '75. It's like you rotate, you know, right? You gravitate right towards mm-hmm. football, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there's some big name ones. Big I'll, names. Yep. I'll start off with. Uh, someone who was a big name at Penn State, but uh-huh. was number 75 okay. for the Saints. Yep. Bruce Clark. Bruce Clark, yep. Him and Matt Millen created Havoc in the late 70s. It was yes. a great one. Bruce Clark was awesome. He was awesome. Small, I mean, he had like a six, seven year career. Yeah. I think he played Saints, somebody else maybe. Saints, I think. Detroit, maybe? Maybe. Detroit? Yeah. All right, I'm going to stay in Detroit. Lomas Brown. Lomas Brown. So Lomas Brown played for Detroit. The old and he was the one mouth off. off. I was at that game. Yeah. It was great. That's game. why I remember. Him. Then he went to Cleveland. He played like three teams. Yeah, he's yeah. A big giant guy. That's, yeah. I think. Yeah, I can't remember the other team. Had teams. a nice long career. He did have a long career. Um, another Brown. Another Penn Stater. Oh, okay. Levi Brown played for the uh, Cardinals. The Cardinals. Levi Brown was very good. Yes. Oh, I, I missed him. I th- I forgot about Levi. Yeah. Very good lineman. All right, I'm going to say a Philly connection. We just kind of hit around. Irv Eatman. 75, Eatman. Philadelphia and Baltimore Stars. Philadelphia Stars, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and that leads me, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm not getting there now, but yeah. um, our uh, Mount Rushmore this week, just so you know, figure it out. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go through it, but the okay. Mount Rushmore of USFL players. Oh, there's a lot of them because a lot of dudes ended up playing, being very good in the NFL. And Irv Eatman. Is a good one. Oh, how about the Oaks brothers who went? Oh yeah. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. There's some great ones, man. There's some great. I mean, the USFL had just stick with the stars because the stars were the championship year. Fusina, Fitzky, Scott Fitzky. There's two of my favorite Penn State names. There. They had two great running backs. They have uh, Calvin Bryant. Kelvin. Kelvin Kelvin Bryant, who went on to the Redskins. And they had another one who was really good too. Hey, did you see last week Ohio State's band play the Rush? No. At halftime, you know, yeah, I was a huge yeah, Rush yeah, fan. Rush, yeah. Their yeah. halftime show was Rush. Oh, get out of here. It was phenomenal, Yeah, they're one man. of the best bands. They're very good. Yeah, they're really good. So, uh, whose turn? Me? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for Vince Wilfork from oh, the U. Played for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to go old school. I'm going to stay in that division. That's how I do this. I go by division. Ah. So, I'm going to go old school Miami Dolphins, Manny Fernandez. Manny Fernandez, I got to Because he down. was with those those great Super Bowl chips. Yes, he was. Manny Fernandez with the nice <clears throat> pork chops. All right. Um, how about this one, an old cowboy? Jethro Pugh. Jethro Pugh. Very good one. Yep. Jethro was way back in the day. <clears throat> yes, he I'll was. stay with the Cowboys. Also, Oklahoma Sooners, Tony Casilla. Tony Casillas. Great ball yes. player. He killed Penn State in that 85 Orange Bowl. He, he was a beast, man. Awesome. He, he was, was unstoppable. He, he was, was great. Tony they should have won that Super Bowl. I don't know I mean, who else he played. That was the Orange Bowl, Bowl, Bowl we were going to go to. I know. And your mom sold the tickets. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God she hooked it. Like, Dougie, we got the tickets, and Dougie was supposed to hook up a place to stay and ride. That's it. That's all he had to do. Yeah, and those guys, and that was cool. They gave us a meal. Yeah, and, the guy, there was a bartender at some bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was up in, uh, off 309. Yeah. The yep. pot, kettle, or kettle okay, something. Yeah. And guy, remember and that? I think we said it was on a 35. He goes, listen, is it really on a 35? I don't really care. I'm like, I have, I no, have idea. no idea where those tickets were. I don't care. I just want to be in there. I'm like, well, you're in there. And, and what do we have? Four tickets? I think we had four. Yeah. And we got those. I think I got them through the place I was working at the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, damn. Tony Casilla, yeah. All right. Well, they lost that game. They anyway. lost. So I'm glad I didn't go. I went to a Rose Bowl where they won. <clears throat> 
How about uh, Jonathan Ogden? Ogden was great. He was. I was going to stay away. By the way, the only Raven to ever wear seventy-five. And now, did they retire? I don't know. He's the only Raven to ever wear. Isn't he? Yeah, he's got to be. He was awesome. He was great. I'm going to stay with. uh, Oh, let me see. How about George Martin from the Giants? Mm. George Martin always looked like he was really old. He, well, he just had an old face, but he was a good ball player. He Great ball those, player, man. Uh, Bill Parcells. He went through the 70s, too, with them. Did he really? Oh, yeah. He was in the late, you know, and early to late the, 70s, the all the way to the 80s. Teams. Yes, he was there he for was, a while. He was on that, that Giants team that beat the Niners, and everybody thought the Niners were on yes. when they were going for a three-peat. He had a right. big sack. I think he hurt Montana. And that was in San Francisco. That was in San Francisco, yep. Wasn't there, like, uh, the Giants punter punted the ball, got up in the wind, and went backwards? Sean Land- I think it was probably Sean Landetta, who, by the way, I think played for the Stars. He did play for the Stars, and he played for the Eagles, too. <laughs> he did. That's yes, right. he did play for the Stars. There was a lot of good ballplayers. No wonder yeah. the Stars were so good. Jim Mora. Jim Mora. All right, here's a Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagle, Vinny Curry. Vinny 75. Curry. I, I got a great picture of him on the oh, field. Yeah. After the Super Bowl, yeah. Well, I'm going to stay with the Eagles. I'm going to say Stan Walters. Mm. And God, he was such a homer when he announced Oh, uh, wasn't he? I loved it. He sounded like a drunk, though. He sounded like a drunk <laughs> because he just had, like, marble mouth. <laughs> but he hated, like, other teams. The guy was out in the parking lot, and I was going to get into a fight. <laughs> like, settle down, you big giant. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I like uh, Mike Quick, though. Oh, Quick is good. Like Mike Quick does feed off Merrill really good. You know, yeah. it's like, I would love it if you could get those in sync. With everything so digital today, you can yeah. never get their sound in sync. But whatever. Um, all right, you did say him or Eatman. Uh, how about John Russo was with the Buffalo Bills in the 80s? Oh, God, no, I didn't even know about him, but yeah. I do have a Buffalo Bill. Okay. Uh, and he was, I believe, on the four teams that went to Super Bowls. Big giant lineman, Howard Ballard. Howard Ballard. Don't yeah. know. He's a Bill? Yep. Okay. Ballard? Yeah, Ballard. Yep. Yep. All right. We still got some. We got a couple of big Oh, we got some big really ones. big names. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to skip the big ones for now. But this guy, when he played for the Chargers and Jaguars, and surprisingly, I did not know this guy went to Columbia. Marcellus Wiley. Oh, yeah. He's smart, too. Yeah, yeah. How did I miss that guy? Yeah. Yes. He's a very intelligent dude. I did not know he yes, went to Columbia. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. Well, if you ever see him on TV, very you can tell he's very smart, dude. Yeah, he's great. He's bounced around. I mean, he was on ESPN. Yeah. Now he's on, I think, Fox Sports. Yep. You know, he's he's got his own show now. All right, so I'm going to go old school guy. The By the way. Of de- defense, Deacon Jones. Deacon Jones, there you go. I left that one for you. Okay, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. I kept skipping over his name, but I'm still going to steal your Raider. No, All I'm not right. going to steal yeah, your Raider. Yeah. I'm going to take his son. Kyle Long for the Kyle right tackle for the Bears. Okay. Well, you go Kyle, I'll have to go his dad, Howie. Howie's the man. Ironically, they were both 75, though. 75? Yeah, well, I mean, That's he's, out cool. of, he's out of Villanova, and he grew up in Charlestown, the town. So where did Kyle Long go to college? One uh, the, the, Out of the Long Brothers, I think, they, did they both go to Virginia? They might have both. I know the one went the to one Virginia. Chris they played went here. To Chris, yeah. I think they maybe both did go to Virginia. Yeah, I know um, Chris went to Virginia. All right. Um... How about this guy? He was number 75 in college. I don't know what he was in the pros because he played for the Rams, so I doubt he was 75, but Orlando Pace was off a 75 for the Ohio State. Um, was he in... I don't they, know. I don't, did they ever retire Deacon Jones' number? I mean, they should have. Yeah, I don't know if they did or didn't. I mean, he was but, a freaking man. 
Yeah, but I know he was 75 for uh, okay. probably the best to wear 75 in college. Yeah. Well, so. what was uh, Hugh Green's number? Wasn't he? No, he was 99. At Hugh Green Pitt. was 99 in Pitt. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't know. I Tampa. he was in uh, Tampa. He was like... And then he played for the Dolphins, too. He might have been like 60-something. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I am going to go with, uh, I'll stay away from the obvious one. I will go with Forrest Gregg. <laughs> Forrest Green Gregg. The Green Bay Packers and the coach of the Bengals in Super Bowl sixteen. Yeah, one of the, uh, the first Super Bowl I did not see a down of. I had to work that night at Maggio's. What, the Super Bowl sixteen? Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Oh, that would take a quick pause. Yes. So, the 75s. Um, did you say the big guy yet? Nope. All right. Same. I'm going to go with Kevin Fagan, the Niners. Kevin Fagan, yeah, yeah. Wow. Defensive end. Yeah, I remember Kevin Fagan. Sure. Yeah. Um, God, I'm going to see if I have anyone else. I got another Penn Stater. Oh, you fucker. That's, that's, that's two Penn Staters I'm going to get on you today. Wow, I only got... Did I? You got, did you this guy didn't play in the pros very long. He was 75 in the pros. Was not at Penn State. Uh, you know, Devin Still? No. Brandon Noble. Defense. Brandon Noble, yeah. Yeah, yeah yep, he was yep. very good. Good yeah. ball player at Penn State. Played for Dallas and Washington. Okay, in, in the, pros. Uh, the only one I got left is Mean Joe Green. Mean Joe Green mean out Joe. of North Texas. Out of North Texas. Go. Well, they weren't uh, the big green then when he was there. They were something else because I saw the special on them. Yeah. They were something else. Now they go. Now they're big green or something. See, I only had, I mean, there was another cowboy, Mark Colombo was 75. I don't really care about that, but that's it. Oh. Uh, Franco Colombo, the bodybuilder. Remember <laughs> that guy? No. You know, remember the little short guy? He was like a workout guy with uh, Arnold. Oh, get out of here. And then no, he said the remember. strongest man back in the day. And there was a time they had him, and they did the stupid shit. So they had this race where they put a fucking refrigerator on these guys' backs. Oh. And this, and this guy was like 5'8". He was a little guy, but his rocks on. He was running with it. And there's all these other guys who were big guys. Running with a refrigerator and he busts his fucking leg and looked totally disgusting. Oh, I remember that. And and then they're like interviewing him after he goes and he goes, I am a chiropractor. And he was like from Italy or something. I'm from chi- I'm a I'm a chiropractor. I know my body. I'm fine. I'll be healed up fine. And they're like, Oh, Franco Columbus' legs off. I re- they, you, and it, was it on ESPN or yeah, it was like one of those? This is years ago. This yes. is before they had and this and they would have him like. Oh, it's before the. It was like the world's shit. strongest man, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did goofy shit. But like, I remember him running with that fridge on his back yeah. and the. His, his leg collapsed, like bent the wrong Boom. way or something. It was nasty, and he goes, I'm fine, I know my body. And they're like, okay. And like uh, Lou Ferrigno's like carrying it, looked like he had like an ice cube on his back because he's so fucking big. <laughs> wow. Uh, there was a Philly, um, the last two years, relief pitcher Connor Brogdon, also over 75. Not Are a great to wear 75. But uh, I don't think I had any other ones. Though. No, you, we, we did a nice job knocking it. That's a lot of, we're, we're back into... You know, some numbers now where it's not so crazy. Like 76, 77, yep. 78. There's, I can think of some more nice 78s yeah. too. And then once we get into the 80s, it's going to take off. Oh, then off. we got wide receivers. And then you get to the 90s. That'll be then pretty good too. we get defensive ends. Yep. 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 And then we start with the and double zero. Yeah. yeah. Work our way up. So. Oh, there were some numbers that were really tough. Like, who the hell? Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the birds um, okay. the other night. Just with a little uh, bit. I got a lot to say, but... Um, okay. I said from the first beginning, even when they beat the Falcons, it's not a good football team. You just know, right? Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, the big problem, and it's, I gave it five games, right? I just wanted to see what was going to happen. 
I, I just said, okay, when we got to the fifth game and he's still running that same RPO offense where it's only PO, pass offense, mm-hmm. and it's horrible. It's so, yeah. not only is it one-dimensional, you know exactly what they're running. And they're not disguising anything. No. I mean, you're going against some of the best defensive coordinators and defensive guys and minds in, in, in the game. Right. And you're being so vanilla that, you know, you, you know, imagine you're playing and you're, oh, they're running the ball right there. And you, just by them, the way they're lined they're going to come over here. Yeah. They're teeing off on you, man. You don't have a There's prayer. nothing imaginative in this offense. And mm-hmm. it's so bad. And look. Jalen Hurts is not a good quarterback. No. I got to say it. I I had so many hopes for this kid, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, me too. I like the kid. I think he's got a lot of character. But, I mean... I mean, he throws that one pass where um, he's just got to go to the outside shoulder. And he throws it down the middle of the field. So, it was like the receiver had him beat and the defensive back gets to make a good play on it. If he throws outside, we got a first down. Yeah, And it's like... That helps throw the interference in there. Our receivers can get open. Uh, we do. Our receivers, like I keep hearing people saying, oh, we're not getting separation. Our receivers are getting separation. Oh, yeah. We just can't get the ball to them. Nope. And this guy, he just isn't a, uh, a pro uh, quarterback. You know, you can't have your quarterback run. This is why you don't run quarterbacks in the pros, because this guy's bigger and faster than them, and they're going to they're gonna mess yes. the suit up. Yep. He's going to be here. You can't do this. As strong as he is, you know, he's taking some shots. Oh, he's going to take more if you keep He's going to take more. He can't get you know, rid of the ball either. Got, his friend is going to be the run game, and they won't run the goddamn ball. He doesn't even stay in the pocket. It's like yeah. one, two. He starts jiggling his feet and running yeah. out to the right, yeah. circling back to the left. Troy Aikman made a great call the other night. Right. It was on one of the two great offensive plays we had, which were both pass interference calls. Yep. But it was to Quez Watkins down the right. And he's got him beat. And they run the replay. And Aikman's like, why has he still got the ball in his hands? You lead the receiver. Yeah. Lead the receiver. He had him beat. He had yeah. to wait for the ball. Yep. Gets the pass interference. Should have been a touchdown. Yeah. And great. It turned into like He a, did say that. He said, you know, you got to release that quicker. So you got to trust your receiver. He was at least a second and, and a half late. And then another play. I don't know if you were going to touch on that one. Where it was Ertz on and out. And he goes, you got to learn that. You can't put it on a line drive. you got to be able lead to put it. it over yes. and drop it in that bucket. He goes, as a pro quarterback, you got to learn how to do that. And, you know, hey, that's, that's a throw you have to make in the pros. Right. So. Yeah, it's just bad, right? So. It is. So, I mean, you either, you know, just, I, I guess their game plan is to just kind of ride this guy out for this year, use all these first-rounders next year and get a quarterback. And we got a whole lot of holes on the, a whole lot of holes on the defense. This guy calling it defense is, is, should be ashamed of himself. Christ Almighty, I could play quarterback against him. Yeah, I mean, what's with the like the the like the safeties? I the safeties twenty five yards back. What, what, there was a reporter on uh, Angelo saying I was trying to take a picture of the defense from the uh, uh, press box and I couldn't get the safeties in the frame because they were so deep. I didn't understand that. Because why are they so deep? There was a we had the Bucks backed up at one point. It was a third and like eighteen, I want to say. We tackled the guy two yards short, and then they decided they were going to go for it or something. And I was like, it shouldn't have even been that close. If 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 the Buccaneers went for all the fourth and shorts, they this this would have been it would have been you know forty two or forty two to fourteen like I called like you said. 
or it would have been 56 or six. They could have kicked they the shit named it. out of us. They could have. They, and his defensive guy, you know, they keep calling him the vegan. I don't know if he's a vegan. He's a fucking horse's ass. He can't fucking call a defense. He looks like he's clueless. Are you kidding me? Bring your safeties up. Yeah. Imagine if he had B-Dog as your safety. He'd be like, why the fuck? Why am I out there? Why, why, I'm why a football just, player. Why don't I stand over on the sideline because you're taking me out of the ball game? Your yeah. safeties are normally guys who want to knock the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. And you're taking that away from them. If I was a safety on a team, I'd be like, I'd say, fuck this guy. Fuck you. I'm going to play middle linebacker, and you want to cut me, cut me. I want to hit somebody. I don't want to stand by the goalpost and high-five the guy as he gets a touchdown. And he's making uh, – we got some talent on that defense. You know, you got Slay. Nelson looked yeah. good, okay the other night. They're, they're, they they impress him. And the thing is, yes. he keeps running, and you got to disguise your coverage. You can't say, okay, here we go. Especially a guy against like Brady. Right. Brady's going to say, all right, too deep, this and that. All right, we're going to just go middle, 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 run, 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 out. Yeah. And when he kind of cheats cheat up a bit, then we'll go deep on him. Hargrave. Hargrave's good. Sweat's yep. good. Yep. Um, Sweat's got to be careful of trying to jump the count. Yes. I mean, yes, that'll work once in a while, but you get a good quarterback like Brady or anybody else, they're going to pick up on yeah. that hard counter and offside you to death. So uh, watch the ball. Cox had one tackle the other night. Yeah, well, Cox is, he's uh, you know, I disappearing. think he's near, he's near he's, the end of his career. But, again, I will say this much. They're not rotating him out. It's like he's in there. Well, there were some plays where he was out like for like... And then what the football. hell? The one touchdown... Kerrigan's covering the guy. Kerrigan's a fucking rusher. Yes. Why is he in the end they zone? Like Cutting the, the and then they were like busting on him. Like, how come if he didn't? Well, he's defensive end. He his first reaction he goes forward, mm-hmm. not backward. He's not a linebacker. By the way, he's an defensive. old defensive end. He's an old defensive end. <laughs> you know, I give him credit for even trying. But I mean, yes, if he had backed up and kept his feet and went after the ball, he could have picked. I've him. been in football. I was in football a long time, and you were too. Maybe a linebacker. Or safety, or on a tight end. Never is a defensive end on a tight no, end. No, you don't want a defensive end on it. Because <laughs> their the first fuck? reaction is to go forward. Yes. And he's known for being a sack guy. The only thing I can see, and, and we were coached to do, which I didn't agree on, is if the running back's coming out of the backfield, the defensive end has to pay attention to yeah, that. I always would just shove him backwards and take him off his track. Fuck up the pass. Yeah, not a, not a but, big, I mean, not a big I, fan of that. So defensive guy, if somebody should be fired halfway through, it should be him. What the fuck are you doing? No, he was a defensive. No, the back big coach. guy, the big guy is the problem. Who the uh, head coach? Well, yeah. Sirianni's a problem. Um, he's he's out of his element, man. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, people are calling him a high school high school coach, and I'm not talking about the uh, the idiots. I'm talking about. You know, yeah, like no. Ray Dittinger, Seth Turner. This guy's not running a high school offense. He is. Are you kidding me? It is a high school offense. Christ it's bad. almighty. You're going to get not only yell coach, you're going to get somebody fucking killed. And it's going to be this poor guy hurt. It's a shame, though, to watch the game because it's like, and you know, I'm an Eagles fan and I can't remember. I know that somebody on the chat was, was very astute and said um, that uh, Chips last year, which was really bad, right? Yeah. I think we could stop the run with that Chips defense. We couldn't stop the pass, if I remember. Right. And the offense was very much like this. It was that run-pass offense. He thought he was back. And he he ran that same thing over and over. But I thought Chip was just trying to get fired (laughs) the way he coached. But, I mean, I and I think somebody said it. I can't remember the last time the Eagles were this bad on both sides of the ball. There's been years where they had me. a bad offense. Was it you? Yeah. You know, there, there was been years where they had a bad offense and a great D, or they had a good offense and a terrible D. That's That was where or, somebody came back and said chips last year and five oh, okay. years ago, and okay. I was like, ah, okay. So, but Jesus Christ, I mean, and, I, and like you said, we have 
some talent on defense where you could say, you know what, we've got good D-backs, why don't we tighten them up a bit, challenge wide receivers, and give our front seven a chance. Hey, maybe we'll get the, get, make the quarterback hesitate one time and Sweat could come off the edge and do something. Or, and then Blitz, our number one tackler, 49, who tackles like a freaking girl. I think my fucking sisters can tackle better than that, dude. He <laughs> he got barreled by uh, Fournette, Singleton. Did you he, see that? He barreled like two, three dudes at one point. I know, but the, when Singleton literally got run over by yeah. him, uh, come on, man, you're a football player. Nobody does Whoa, that to you. get that motherfucker. No, Big exactly. Big boy like that, you got to get his legs. Get down. Yeah. Don't stand up and get barreled by the dude. Yeah, he's not. That's, a, that's embarrassing. I mean, yeah. Singleton should be playing linebacker maybe at Mount Union. He should be. Yeah, <laughs> he should be on a special team. Be our leading tackler on a kickoff team. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the punt team. So two crazy statistics I'm going to share with you. Miles Sanders is leading the league in yards per carry. Yeah, but yeah, then how many carries? <laughs> I don't know. Two carries a fucking. But game. he's leading the league in yards per carry. I mean, give this guy. And you ask. Any he's such a talent. Of, he's yeah. your best offensive player, correct? Maybe Devontae. Maybe Devontae. Rookie. Maybe Miles is your best offensive player. Hey, give it to Miles. Best offensive, like you know, you yeah, could argue him. maybe one of the linemen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Get the ball in his hands, man. Yeah, those big boys love the run block. Let's run the ball. Yes. I bet you if you said to them, hey, we're going to have a game where we do nothing but pass block or run block, let's see show of hands who wants to do either or. How can you them run? Big boys are like, let's run that ball. How can you constantly run play action pass when you don't run? Yeah, who's going to respect it? Nobody. You ain't running. They were linebacker, I'm like, you're passing. Who are you kidding? It's one of those games where you would love to know what they were, the players were saying in the locker room or the other team's coaches. Or on the field. Yeah. Yelling back and forth at each other. Hurts, you ain't running. Yeah. You ain't running. <laughs> you know, You'd like to like see Brady that mic'd up? Yelling at him. Oh, my oh, God. You ain't running, boy. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Or, yeah. or, or Lawrence Taylor saying, boy, you got a long day today. I'm going to get you again. You're going you're gonna to do this against me? Yeah. Oh, he bodies. Or Reggie, don't curse at me. Body yeah. slam you. Thou shall not curse. It's sad. It is sad. And then here's the other crazy statistic. Hurts is 40% of the team's rushing attempts. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sad. Now, some are. Div- uh, By the by- way, is currently the highest of any quarterback in the history of the NFL. Yeah. In rushing attempts, that's with Lamar Jackson leading the league, breaking records. Michael yeah. Vick, all these yeah. guys with these rushing records. Randall, yeah. highest percentage of running plays by a quarterback and, in the history. And as bad as he's playing, and as bad as he is, and all that other stuff, I still respect this kid a hell of a lot more than Wentz because after the game, yeah. he speaks up and says, "Hey." It's we got to do better. I got to do me. better. We got to do better. That kid, you know, he takes it. He takes it on a chin. Yeah, it's Whereas just a Hertz shame. Or, or Wentz would fucking make up some bullshit. It's this just, kid, I, you know, I, I like this kid, but, you know, it's a terrible offense, you know, and he may just not be talented enough to be an I just, uh, You know, I, I, want, I really I rooted for this kid. Well. I would too, and it's like, it's the worst of situations. He's got talent all around him, yeah. and he, this guy can't make... Think about that Eagles offense. Like... Where are the holes? Yeah. No, seriously, I'm asking you a question. Yeah. You got Quez Watkins is pretty freaking good. Yeah. This guy's got good hands, got Smith, good and then speed. You get that Raker's Devontae actually Smith. making some plays this year. We got tight ends that are good. Well, we got rid of one. Which is okay. I'm, I'm okay with them getting rid of Ertz. Right. I, the, I line, the line of But why did they play Ertz? I realized that Goddard was out with COVID, but yeah. you risked that trade by playing him the other night. Yeah. Think about that. Right. Come on, Howie. 
<laughs> like he knew before the game he was being traded. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. He knew before the game. But but that being said, I didn't know that. But that being said, if you watch that Ray did in your clip that uh, Dave sent, yeah, I watch it. You yet. see the players coming in, and that's when they're talking. And okay. you see Ertz come off with uh, Hargrave. And he has like kind of a smile and like pat him on his back. And and I'm thinking, I, I didn't know that he knew. Yeah, but yeah. I'm thinking as I see it, I'm thinking, does he know he's getting traded? Because it's almost like he's patting him on the back like, hey, buddy, this is the last time I'm doing this with you. See you later. That's and cool. I, so I watch it. No, who I don't know steps up as said. the leader in the locker room now? You got Brandon Graham out. Hertz yeah. was a leader. Hertz is a leader. Hertz is a leader. And that's why I like the kid. I mean, Lane's still out. Who the fuck knows what's well, going on? He probably got caught juicing again. He's going to be suspended for good. But why do they keep calling it a personal situation? They're, they're, I mean, I, I don't know. You know don't you think if he was caught juicing again, the Eagles, the being the way that they are, don't you think they would have said... Um, He's juicing again? I don't know. No, we're going to take away his money. Like, put something in that kind. They're paying this guy a lot of money. You would say that... Maybe it is. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I thought about that, too. We said this a couple yeah, weeks ago. I don't but. know if he is. But, yeah, who's the leader? Hurts is a good kid. He's probably trying to be a leader. Yeah. And that's probably why they, they respect I mean, Kelsey, the kid. Kelsey, obviously. Because he's trying to Kelsey. Uh, they probably respect the kid because he's trying. And right. a lot of them are young, like he is. And they probably say, hey, listen, this guy's... Getting taken on a chin, he's going in front of the uh, reporters. He's taking it. He's not pointing at, uh, fingers at anybody. He's saying it's me. Maybe. The linemen like him. Yeah, and they all like him because he works hard, but he may just not have talent enough to do it. Yeah, but he's trying, and he's. Eager. I just see like I'm not an idiot when it comes to football. The Eagles got talent on offense, mm-hmm. and like how are we this bad? If they had a quarterback and they called some fucking plays that made sense, mm-hmm. run the ball. They'd have a chance. Now, the defense, and they got to change the fucking defense. you got to bring them safeties up. You can't run the same goddamn defense over and over. And over. you got to at least disguise it. Show man, drop back. Show zone, and then go into a man. Even if you can't do man, try it once in a while just to throw them off guard. So you got Flacco and Gardner Minshew waiting in the wings. I mean... Do you, what? What do you do? I mean, this season's at a loss at this point, right? Or you know, you're I mean, two and four. Flat, flat I, I didn't see. Look again. I will say, out of these four losses, I didn't see him winning any of these. Any of these. Well, I mean, you look who they got. They got Vegas, who's a, one of the stupidest teams in the world, and they're going through all sorts of shit with yeah. Druden. So who knows where their minds are? Right. And then after that, then the rest of the season is kind of like a lot of our division, and they all suck too. So Gruden, you just mentioned it. Um, what was it? Six hundred, seven hundred thousand emails. Is that how many? No, so no, not like, Gruden. Seven hundred thousand emails they went through the NFL, and they only found stuff on Gruden. That's bullshit. That's they what they found, released today. Can you believe that? No, I don't believe that. I, I think there's more people, and they don't want to get into it. They don't want to get into it, but they. He went after the commissioner. He went after a lot of people. He went after a lot of people, right? He went after the fact that Michael Sam, who was below average, and they did openly gay guy, and put Jeff Fisher, he put that in his email, so they went after him with that. And the whole thing there, if you think about this, Jimmy, he's got Carl Nassib Nassib on his team, who just came out in this offseason. So it was like, okay, here's Gruden ripping the NFL for highlighting this. Uh, openly gay player going to St. Louis, Michael Sam, who was below average, right? right? And he was right, but that was just to one other person. Right. And it's like, and it wasn't Monday Night Football email, it was his own personal email. Yeah. And the only reason they found this all out is because they were digging through the Redskins stuff. 
you know, Bruce Allen. The other thing he did is he called the commissioner changing the football. He is changing football. You couldn't hit the quarterback anymore. He literally started to change the way the game is being played. Yes. He has. Yeah. When you see guys going in there and, and go like this, you know, they put their hands up right before they get to the quarterback or, or guys about to run out of bounds. And, yeah. you know, the and other you night. You can't dip, your, dip anything you don't want The to other do. night, the Eagles, you know, stop <laughs> the Buccaneers. You were probably asleep. You thought the game was over, whatever. They stopped the Buccaneers. It was over. And Fournette is out of bounds. And there's whoever the Avery or whoever the frick this guy is mm-hmm. stands up and gets, you know, as... Uh, he's getting up. They hit into each other, and he gets the 15-yard taunting penalty. And yeah. you know, it, I don't know. It was taunting, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I of guess like it was taunting. It's definitely. You're, you're right. It but, wasn't. But the thing, and then then I saw something where Stephen A. called. Well, you can kneel. You can do out, all this other shit. But he's calling out uh, uh, what's his name? Al Davis' son, who now owns the Raiders. What the hell is his name? Mark Davis. Mark Davis. And Mark Davis, you know, kind of said what you know we're kind of saying now, like. Like, really? It's only my guy? It's yeah. only my guy. Uh-huh. No one else? So Stephen A's like, oh, why are you, you know, backing him up? But he's really not, he's backing, not backing him up. He's saying, he had the conversation. my and... guy? Yeah. He goes, all these emails, no one else? No one else in football. 700,000. You know, like, what's his name? Alan probably knew uh, a ton of dudes besides Joe, oh, uh, yeah. Gruden throughout the league. And you know, some dudes may have said, and he goes, it's only my guy. Yep. Hey, and he I has a right to say that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. He has the right to say that. Yeah. He got rid of his guy. He was going to fire him. He did what he had to do. He had a resigned. Yeah. He let him resign. He probably did that probably as a favor to say, you know what, if you resign, I'll pay for the rest of the season because you're done. You'll never get another job. Do you know that they knew about this two months before? I did not know that. So, Cruden knew about this. So, they released the one email, right? He knew about, did he tell his players or no? No. No, so, who knew, right? But Gruden knew. The NFL knew. They knew it for two months. It's kind of like the whole Ray Rice thing. They saw the video. They knew the video existed. They only gave Ray Rice a two-game suspension. Then the video, TMZ gets hold of the video, releases it. Next thing you know, the NFL's like, oh, well, you're out of football. And that's why, you know, people should attack the hypocrisy Because, you know, he's hypocritical. You know, okay, we're going to do this. And then the... the, the uh, Media reacts and, you know, the community, the U.S. reacts and, oh, oh no, 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 we're going to, you know, even really whack you. No. Oh, you're only going to give him a two-game suspension. Or you knew this two months ago, why don't you react then? Right. So they're, they're protecting a the shield. They're freaking protecting her. Big I just can't believe 700 emails and that's it. And, and it's only Groot? Get the fuck out of here. So first of all, There's who could... The GMs throughout the league, like, probably were chiming in. <laughs> 700,000. And, and they don't want to release it. Oh, why don't you release some of the names? Give us some of the names who were involved yeah. in Because if I send it to, say, you know, Larry Allen, and I also include 10 other guys, if I'm those 10 other guys, I'd be like, listen, I did not freaking react to this thing. Or I said, you know, you know, I didn't, I didn't respond. Or if you did respond, you'd probably hold your breath like, oh, shit, I said whatever. Yep. And you're going to say nobody did? Well, oh, fuck out every time we would fire somebody and they'd, have a lawsuit. If you had one single email that mentioned their name, your laptop went down, got confiscated, they ripped your hard drive and went through all your emails and then they sent your laptop back, right? You know, being a director at my company, that's what they did. Anytime somebody was fired and they were challenging in court and that person was mentioned in one of your emails and they reported up through your structure, 
all of your emails. So I knew for years, right? I literally have people, because now my company, we switched all to Google, right? Everything's Google Mail, Google Chats, everything. So people will say something, can you believe so-and-so is doing this? And I just go, call me. <laughs> That's all I ever say, call me. I, I do the same thing. I kind of have got I am not. all sorts of stuff, and I don't want to put it in writing. Nope. And I don't even like to do it outside list. Next time I see, I'll talk to you. Yep. And I'll do it this way. I had a guy put out on the chat, rip something. Like our CEO was speaking, and he's like not agreeing with the CEOs, and he like throws something in the chat, and I'm like, dude, are you an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> Please delete me from this group. Chat. Yeah. Right. Like even if you think that way, yeah, like yeah. don't. Do that to yourself. But Auburn's giving uh, Arkansas a fight. Yeah, I mean Auburn's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and Arkansas is pretty good. That, that's just a good game. Um, so you know, in the NFL, you got the Ray Rice situation, Ray Lewis, Michael Vick and the Dogs. He got a second chance. Um, I don't know. The halftime show this year. You got Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Um, they're all upstanding citizens. Have you ever listened to Eminem's lyrics? Sometimes. I don't Dr. know. Dr. Dre's lyrics? I know. Snoop well, Dogg's lyrics? Whatever, whatever. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. I know it. I mean, now all of a sudden, everybody's like an angel, right? They, they never said anything about a woman in a, in a rap song mm-hmm. and wanting to violate. But John Gruden somehow gets delivered pictures of topless cheerleaders. Thumbs up on that. Uh, no Where and are those fucking emails? And they were Washington. They had nice children. Oh, yeah. And you know we probably sent back some nice rated cheerleaders, and you know how nice they are. Oh, that's funny. I doubt he did that. Woo! <laughs> John! But I think that's at the heart. There, Wasn't that the heart of the whole problem? No, not Gruden, but the heart of the whole thing was like sexual harassment and stuff for the Redskins. For the Redskins, yes. So if they went through all... I mean... But they didn't mention that. They, that, that wasn't a point they harped on. Like, uh, hey, this guy sent... Hey, here's a bunch of... And was that part of the policy about, hey, if you want to be a Redskin cheerleader, you got to send me some topless pictures and then we'll decide if you're in or not? They, like the media hates Dan Snyder and he's like Teflon Dan. He can't, something, Goodell. Big money. I know. And it's like, I think, I think he's got some naked pictures of Goodell somewhere. Goodell's a fucking dick. I mean, he's like, like you say, you know, we're going to give this guy a two game suspension. Okay. The media got a hold of it. Now we're going to get rid of this guy forever. You'll never be able to live that one down. Yeah. Hey, I forgot this story last week, but I thought it was kind of funny. The let's go Brandon chant. (laughs) Did you see that? Let's go Brandon who? Are you serious? Yeah. You didn't, this is like sweeping the country now. The let's go Brandon chant. Okay, so the guy wins the NASCAR race okay. two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he's getting interviewed by the NBC reporter. The guy's name's Brandon whatever. I don't know what the fuck. Brandon is a dude who won a race. NASCAR race. Okay. So the entire crowd is standing there, the NASCAR crowd, as he's being interviewed, and they're all up against the fence and everything. They're like, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, the NBC reporter's like, oh, they're cheering your name, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> No, I did not hear that. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. So it's like sweeping the country. People are wearing like "Let's love Go Brandon" it. T-shirts. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so that's the code now. Let's, go. Let's go Brandon. I did not, but I love it. I love it. Did you? Did you like that uh, one I sent you? Yes, about that I T-shirt? did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, I can't oh, believe you no, didn't hear that. I did that. not see that, but I absolutely <laughs> like that. Uh, you got to tell your boss about that one. I will. So, I, there's a couple of shirts that I've sent along that I'd like to get. And the one, the last one I just sent you, I wouldn't mind getting. That's great. And then a couple ones before that I'm going to buy for Neely. <laughs> and he'd wear it. Oh, yeah, I know he would. Brian's great. Um, Captain Kirk went to outer space. I saw that. I texted you about that. He was, yeah. up, he was only up there for, I don't know, maybe a minute. And then, did you see his interview? He's like crying and shit. He's, he's like, he's ninety years old. Yeah, he's ninety-one years old. And Be- Bezos is like trying to put the oh, champagne, God, and he's like, <laughs> we're so fragile. I saw that. Listen, Captain Kirk, fuck off. Jesus Christ! If Scotty was up there, he'd give you the dilithium crystals, and we'd have been boom, boom, man. We'd have been fighting the cleanup. Uh, that's good stuff, though. Yeah. Whatever. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, Bezos is such a nerd. He has so much money that he takes Captain Kirk to space and with then, him. And then, you know, so I, I don't know if we mentioned it on one of our podcasts or somebody mentioned it, but his ships, they do look, look, look like dicks. They do. Jesus it's a total penis Christ. ship. I said that. It's the rocket penis. It's the fucking rocket it's penis. It's got the shaft. It's got Christ the freaking head of the All penis. you should do is Everything. when it gets to space, it spews something out. There you go. Yeah. I'm in space, man. Captain Kirk. Goes to space in the cock rocket. He blows a load. Yeah. He, he hooked up with the green chick from Star Trek all over again. And let me tell you, that green chick was fucking sexy. Man. That's great, I've been man. looking for a green chick ever since. All right, man. I fuck you, Dougie. Here's, yeah, fuck you, Here's the new category. All right. You're going to love this one. All right. It's going to take some work every week for me to come up with this. I've had some good car- categories. All right, all right. This is a good one, though. I'm looking for Dead or alive. Oh, fuck Oh, God, this dude. You know what? Okay, go ahead. Let's see. All right. First yeah. one. Yeah. Marty Feldman from Young Frankenstein. Oh, he's dead. Really? How do you know he's dead? Because Young Frankenstein was just on the other... He, he died a long time ago. He did. Uh, Young Frankenstein was on the other night, and I always look up the cast to see how old they were at the time. Yep. And by the way, Terry Garlick. Fucking smoking. Oh, yeah. Roll, roll, roll the hay. <laughs> I'd have fucked her rolling the hay. And then take, remove, put the candle back. She was smoking fucking yeah, hot. Marty Feldman died in 1982 he in a hotel room. He was years old. Yes, he was. He had a thyroid problem that made his eyes big like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he goes, <laughs> I got another brain. What was but he was in Mexico in City, and he died in his hotel room of a heart attack. Oh, while right. filming Yellowbeard. But. Oh, okay, yeah, he's dead. Yep, so. knew that one. All right. Second one is Anson Williams, Potsy. He's still alive. Is he? I'm going to say he's still alive. All right, he's alive. He was a director of 90210 in Melrose Place. Did you know that? Get out of here, no. Yeah. But Potsy's he always come a long used way. to sing my I Found My Thrill on Strawberry Hill or Blueberry Hill or something. I found, yeah. I Whatever. Found he my wasn't thrill. fucking hooking up. <laughs> fucking Fonz was hooking up. Yeah. <laughs> And Fonz wasn't really cool in real he life. He wasn't. He's a little fucking All right. nerd. How about Flava Flav from... Flava Flav's still alive? From Public Enemy. Flava Flav's still alive? I'm going to say yes, and I remember when he... He should have hooked up with Hoops that fucking first season, if you remember Hoops. Remember that? The Flavor of Love. The Flavor of Love. I'm going to say yes, he is. He is alive. Yeah, Flav's a man. Love Flav. All right. What time is it? All right, here you go. Is anyone still alive from the cast of Different Strokes? Let's see. The little short fucker is gone. Gary Coleman, dead. Arnold, hold on. Arnold Arnold, Arnold Jackson, dead. The other guy fucking must have died two weeks after the show ended. That fuck. Here you go. This is Garrett's dead. This is Garrett. Okay. I think, what's his name? Uh, What you talking about? Willis is still alive. Todd Bridges? I'm going to say he's still alive. 
Tom Bridges is alive. He's 46. <laughs> he's only 46 years old. Willis Jackson. He's only 46? He's only 46. Holy fuck, he looks like he's 66. So let's run through them. Okay. Um, Gary Plato, Coleman. Plato, what's your name? She was a drug addict. Ended up being in the pornos. Yeah, she oh, did. Very dirty good. Dirty little bitch. She was in Playboy. Good and, for her. Yeah, yeah. She's a dirty little girl. Dirty. Got a little drug problem. That's all right. All right, so here we go. Different strokes cast. Gary Coleman, Arnold dead. Jackson, dead at two, 2010 at 42. Mm. Charlotte at four foot two. <laughs> so um, next, uh, well, actually, the first to die was Dana Plato. Okay. Um, How about she the died dad? in 1999 at the age of 34. Oh, okay. She was our age. Yep. Oh. Kimberly Drummond was who she was. Okay. Um, and obviously, Ty Bridges is still alive. Uh, next to die um, was we said Gary Coleman Arnold in 2010. Conrad Bain, Mr. Drummond, Mr. Drummond, died at 89 in 2013. Ooh, he lived to 89. I thought he died years before that. Charlotte Ray, old Edna Garrett, died yep. at 92 in 2018. Wow. Yeah. Mrs. Garrett, Frank's alive. She lived the Joe world. Was yes. Joe was fast looking. Joe was a fast looking. strong, man. Blair got fat. <laughs> fat Blair. Have a sandwich. Joe, underrated. What did we do that one on? That was an episode. I forget. Who would you rather? Who yeah, would you yeah. rather hook up oh, with her? Oh, we did that. Blair one. got fat. Have a sandwich, Blair. Tootie. Tootie. I might have done Tootie just for the name. <laughs> no, get the hell out of here, Tootie. Take the trash out of bitch. <laughs> and then what was the other one? Oh, shit. It Mindy? Was Joe? Mindy. Oh, Mindy. Mindy was a middle linebacker. Mindy Cohen. Mindy's, oh, shit. She was scary. She oh. might throw you down and take advantage of it. You know who looked out with her? Dougie. Dougie fucked her. Oh, that's, that's he a, fucked her Kaifa. That's a, that's a Dougie. And then fucking admitted it. Then he denied it after we had a horrified look like, oh, you fucked her, Dougie. Oh, oh, no, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. That's definitely a Dougie. All right. Judd Hirsch from Taxi and Independence Day, dead or alive. Oh, oh shit! Uh, I'm gonna say he's still alive. He is still alive. Yeah, he was great at chess. He was, and he was great in Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. Played uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, that guy I hate, fucking Gold, whatever the fuck. Jeff Gold. I love Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. He's been in great movies. Why? Jurassic Park. He was great in Jurassic Park. Come on. I wish he was gonna get eaten. All right, all right. Uh, how about Chrissy Hine, lead singer of the Pretenders? I, you know, when I was younger, I loved her. <laughs> you like those dark eyes? I love them dark hair girls. I like Pat Benatar eyes. better. Well, Pat Benatar wasn't bad either. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind having both of them. I'm going to say she's alive. She is alive. Woo! She's 70 years old. You're on a roll. Rolling. This might be a layup for you. Okay. I didn't know if you know this one or it not. Maybe a tough one. A Philly girl. Okay. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Dang. <laughs> she died in 20, died 2002. After she burned what's his name's house down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the right receiver from the, the, the Falcons. Uh, yeah, uh, shit. Uh, Rising, right? Yeah, Andre Rising from Ryzen. Michigan State. Uh, touchdown, Indiana. Oh, it's Michigan State wearing the whites. All right. Um, Heavy D of Heavy D oh, and the Boys. He's long gone. How do you know that? Because he died long gone. I liked Heavy D. Heavy D was great. He's dead at 44. He died in 2011. How about Lou Ferrigno? Lou's still alive. <laughs> You're acing this test. Lou, big old Lou. He, he talks weird, but he's big mother. I loved him on what was it, the uh, Queen of, uh, King of Queens, and then the dad would always bust up. Listen, Perigno. 
There was a movie he was in where uh, I love you, man. Have you ever seen a movie where it's the dude Jason Siegel? No, I've never seen. And it. Paul Rudd. Okay. And uh, he's in it. And Paul Rudd can't find a uh, a best man. He doesn't. He doesn't have any friends. Did you say it's Lou Ferrigno? <laughs> no. So Lou. So Jason Siegel is like, or Paul Rudd's like a real estate agent. He puts up all these billboards, and Paul Rudd's like working on this try and sell actually Lou Ferrigno's house okay and Lou's gonna go with this other guy in the real estate office is gonna like undermine him he's like a dirtbag <laughs> Jason Siegel's like fuck you Lou Ferrigno he's like goes to him at an outdoor bar <laughs> so, <laughs> and then and he never cleans up his dog's poop and Lou Ferrigno steps in his dog poop <laughs> it's so funny it's a oh, funny movie big Lou so yeah Lou Ferrigno's still alive yeah. how about Betty White Betty White's still alive how old is Betty White? Betty White's got to be like... Oh, first of all, let me say this. Well, can I check my Twitter and see if she's still alive? I think she's still alive. I'm going to say she's about 96. And I'll say this about her. Uh, if you look at those old... Don't tell me she's good looking. No, no, no. Way back in the day. Don't tell me that. She was. Back in the day when she was like on Mary Tyler Moore and that shit. Okay. When she was younger, she was a bad looking. What? She's fucking 98. She's fucking wearing she's, diapers. She's 99. 99? She's, she's And she's still alive. She's still funny as shit. Wearing diapers? What the fuck? All right. How about Eddie Murphy's brother, Charlie Murphy? He's dead. He did die. I know when he died because I love Charlie. I thought he was funnier than fucking Eddie. Oh, he was so great on he Chappelle was, Show. Oh my god, he was dude! Hilarious. I have a channel on here that Chappelle he Show. Eddie. He always. Was oh yeah. He's right. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's great. So, died at fifty-seven in two thousand seventeen. So that's yeah. it. That's all I got for you this week. Oh, so I I, I used that one. You aced the test. You even got the Todd Bridges was the only one of the. Yeah, that, that one. That, that was the only one I think I, I wouldn't have gotten. But yeah, he's still. God, I, I thought I had you with like the throwing the Anson Williams in there. Maybe Flavor Flav. With all these rappers Flavor that are dead. Love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. What time is it? So playoff baseball. The Sox lose last night. Sox. Uh, I gotta say that uh, Houston looks good, man. Houston. Yeah, it's gonna. To me, my prediction is gonna be Houston and Dodgers rematch of 2017. And I got to tell you, I think the Astros are on a mission. I think the Astros take I the hope they win it all, man. I, think they, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the Sox beat them. I, you know, I, I obviously I would too. I just want to see them just get revenge. I, I and, think the Astros are just so good and so relentless. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Sox played their, excuse me, they played their hearts out last night. They were up 3-1 at one point. Sale, he's got a dead arm. He's going to be great next year. He's recovering from uh, Tommy John. He, he's, you know, I love when they were saying, look, he's got that look on a man like uh, Randy Johnson, and he does. But his arm is dead because he's still recovering from Tommy yeah. John. Next year, watch out for that dude. Yeah, but the Astros are they just, from one to nine, they, boom, 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 yep. they just keep coming. They keep coming. In. They are, I, I think they're going to win it all. Yeah, they're going to be a tough I think out. they're going to win it all. Definitely, uh, definitely going to be tough. And then you got the Braves and the Dodgers. I um, think the Dodgers just outclassed them. Yes, the Dodgers Braves, are so deep. The Braves are good so and young and deep. don't yeah, and, and Braves have good coaching, so yeah, do the Dodgers. Yeah. It'll be an incredible series. Um I really would look for I mean, obviously I want the Sox I would love the Sox to win it all. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I'd love to see that rematch. Dodgers, Astros, and I think the yeah, Dodgers are good mean, for baseball. Astros, I think the Astros got a chip on his shoulder to say, you know what? We don't need to be banging on a trash can. We're going to kick your ass again. I know. And I think they will. And the Sox pulled all that shit. Like, they're still cheating and stuff like that. Even La Russa said that. And I'm like, stop. Oh, no, no, no. They're just, they're relentless. And by the way, La Russa, is your, are you, is your cabinet clean? You know? Gonna yeah, talk. exactly. You know? And, and so how about the Bash Brothers and all the juice they were doing? Yep. You know? So, you know. And that whole team. 
Oh, yeah. I think that whole A's team in the early 90s. The whole San Francisco area, they were yeah, all they doing were all it. Juicy. Balco, yep, right? Yep, yep, yeah. absolutely. So we'll see. I mean, only one game into the championship series and good and game last Dodgers night. Dodgers Braves tonight. Yeah, Dodgers Braves yeah, yeah. tonight. So um, speaking of tonight, good football on tonight. You got the Georgia-Kentucky game. That'll be interesting. That'll be a good one. I think Georgia's, and I said this for, for weeks now, I think they're the real deal. They got a great defense. You know, this Will Levis is from Penn State. I'd love to see Will do good, but George is rough. They are tough. They yeah. can run the – you talk about a team, you know, like the Eagles. You know, you want to run all day, they can run every day and play, and they're going to win because their defense ain't going to let you get a yard. Right. They are tough. Defense travels no matter where you go. Yeah. Yeah, I think tough. that'll be good. Uh, and then with Alabama slipping up last week against Texas A&M, said that was going to be a tough game. I said yeah, they cover. You did. You I did. did not expect them to lose. Yeah, I thought they were going to cover just because Saban just beats the hell out of his former assistants. Yeah. But that was the first time an assistant beat him. Former assistant beat him. Yeah. He's so, one. He's forty-two and one. Is he really? Yeah. That, that was the first time he lost to a former assistant. I think they'll bounce back. Um, Who are they playing this week? Are they playing this week? They are playing. I th- Mississippi State. They'll crush him. Yeah, I think that's... He said something that the, the, the last time uh, Nick Saban and Alabama lost back-to-back games was his first year hmm. at Bama. So it ain't going to happen. He's, he's a smart coach. He's got so he's much talent. They'll bounce back. He'll definitely yeah. He'll, yeah. He'll rock Mississippi State tonight. Because yeah, yeah. Mississippi State is Who's a one-dimensional fucking... passing game. Who's your coach these days? It's uh, the guy from Washington State went down there. Oh, uh, the pirate guy? Yeah. Oh, Christ. You're going to kill him. Yeah, I like that guy, though. He's entertaining. He's totally entertaining. By the way, he's a great, great Twitter follow. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you said that. No, he's not beating Saban. It'll, um, I still think Alabama's offense is not clicking. They're not clicking, but their defense will get them by through almost all of their games. Right. Except for they got to get it right by Georgia, but that's, that would be the SEC champion. That's it. So, and, 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 you know, here's a good question. What's a Florida... Who's Florida playing right now? Uh, they are playing... They're uh, playing LSU. What are they doing right now? They were up. That was kind of close at the time. It was 7-6 when I left. Yeah, it, I'll put it back on here. They were up. Um, oh, shit, that's not good. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mess up. No, that's not no, But, I mean, it was, a, it was a tight game. And, yeah, I think there's going to be a log jam on the one side. They're all going to beat each other up. But I think it's going to end up being... Uh, Oh, oh, shit. Well, beating them 35-28. It was like 7-6 when I was watching it. Yeah, it was 14 and here it is. They're, 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 the offense started to click. Wow. So, LSU, so, you know, they're running with the two quarterbacks. Kind of weird. Yeah, I, I root for Coach O. I like the dude. I like Coach O because he's got the greatest coach voice. You know, Coach O. Coach and he always finishes every I interview know. with I Go love Daggers. He just reminds me of old-time coaching, man. I would yeah. love to play for a guy like that. Go, go Taggart. Yeah. Love that voice, man. Love it's it. great. Sue likes it. She's always like cracking uh, up. He's just like a dude that, and he's very, they say when he was assistant at different places, he was always their top recruiter because people just love him. He was a lineman coach, and people just, I can see why they love him. So Penn State off this week? They're off this week, thank God, because their quarterback, they, Penn State doesn't release uh, injury report oh, no. unless you're out for the season, and they lost one of their best defenders, P.J. Musifer, hmm. one of the defensive tackles. And uh, so they, you know, if, if, if I'm Penn State, I'm their coach, I say, listen, let's start running an offense that mirrors what this kid can do. Right. And whatever he can do, let's do it. You know, or if Clifford's coming back, but you got to have a set of plays that, hey, if he gets hurt again, 
this kid's coming. And you said they got two five star for five star coming in next year. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I mean, next year they're I think they got the number one recruiting class. And I keep hearing yeah, you know, Franklin's going to USC. Fucking let him go. Go ahead, go to USC. You think he's gonna go? I think the kid. The I don't guy think f- he will go to USC because he's he's built. I think he wants to stay and build something. He's got the same career j- trajectory as Dabu Sweeney, and I think I said that to you before. Okay. Where he's he's starting to go, 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 and he's gonna break that seal where yep. he'll get into the playoffs, and he's gonna you know the the key to beating Ohio State is out to out recruit them. Yep. Because they just just like Alabama, five star, five star, five. And Al- and Ohio State's having a rough ish. Um, year recruiting this year, they're not getting, and they got all the Ohio in their backyard. But and that is one. They're, they're probably the only northern school I think that can stay within one state yep. and get five stars. <clears throat> Pennsylvania used to be there. Yep. Penn State can still do the uh, Mid Atlantic, Pennsylvania, Delaware, go all the way down to Virginia, the DC, Virginia, Northern Virginia, Baltimore. But they still got to go down south a little bit. Yeah. To get they used really to get the fast. Virginia kids and. Well, they still get the Virginia kids, yeah. but I mean, to get those true fast guys, you got to go down south. Yeah, and I, I think Penn State can with Franklin, but I mean, if he leaves, they, they got a lot of dudes who want to coach Penn State. Yeah, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. I don't, I don't think he leaves. I don't I, think. So I think either. they're going to take the guy from Cincinnati. I think so too. I you think know? he's a good coach. He was, I think and, he was a good coach when he had to coach uh, Ohio State under bad conditions, and then it shows you when Urban Myers came, he kept him. Right. You know, he played for Ohio State. He's an Ohio guy, but he's a, he is a good coach, Luke Fickle. I think that's where he... They, I think he goes out there, and yeah, which is a so shame because, you know, Cincinnati's a better... Te- it's a better program. They are a better team. But Cincinnati's a better team. Right, yeah. but I mean, certain programs are never going to be, and it's a shame that they will never be a traditional power where they were good for 30 years, just like, unfortunately, Temple, uh, because yeah. if you're good and you can win at Temple, they're going to grab you. Yep. And, you know, if you can win at Cincinnati and it's just happening I didn't before, think Matty Rule would leave and, you know, to go to Baylor, I didn't see that Big happen. Money. Those yeah. Texas boys throw the money at you. They do. And it's... then he goes pro, you know, and then with Cincinnati, like, uh, what's the name? Brian Kelly was, they had, he had Cincinnati going to the, the yeah. New Year's Six every year and then he goes to Notre Dame, obviously. Yep. You know, so this guy is going to go to USC, you know, and, you know, those big traditional schools are going to throw that money at you. Right. You know? It's a shame, and, and and like you said, a Matt Rule going to you know Baylor. Why Baylor? Fuck that. You're staying on it. Well, when you double your salary, you know, hey, you you coach under one or two years, you and your family are set. The Matty Rule though, <clears throat> he he actually lost to Nick Sirianni, <laughs> and he literally like. Yeah, well, who's Nick Sirianni coach? The Eagles. Oh, 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 oh! We beat oh, the Panthers. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> beat the Panthers two weeks ago. I'm well, like, maybe, <clears throat> maybe, uh, you know. Uh, you know, he'll be so ashamed he'll coach Penn State next year. I'll take him. Oh, I'll take hell I'll yeah. Take I'll take Matt No, I don't think so. I, no, I, no, he's got that NFL money now. Yeah, and he's got a good thing going down there in Carolina. He's he's set, and they love him down there. Yeah, he's a good yeah, he guy. slipped up against the Eagles, but he'll... Well, uh, he'll turn it around. So, um, <clears throat> I guess we haven't talked since the fight, uh, the Fury Wilder. That's right. You picked Fury, I picked the other guy. And and I, I saw some of your texts, and I saw some of the uh, video of the... Uh, the fight and the one kid who's the other kid he fought Deontay Wilder Wilder so he was like knocked out on his feet for a few few rounds I felt like and I was like here's the thing I thought the referee did a great job but he could have stopped that fight like eight times. times the kid was out on his feet and I give him credit for having hard enough to keep coming I thought back. for sure he was going to the hospital yeah 
He does. You don't want one of these guys being, you know. I don't know how he didn't go down. I was like, and he's these heavyweights. I mean, Fury's what two hundred seventy-five fucking yes, two seventy-five man. I mean, gee, I remember the days of heavyweights being two twenty, two twenty-five. Like Tyson, his heaviest might have been two twenty, two twenty-five. Yeah, he was shorter though. Yep. But he he could have been, you know, Ali. Might have been 215, 220. Yep. Uh, Frazier. Frazier was about Foreman was big. Foreman was big, but he wasn't up that high. He no. was maybe 230. 270, man. And this guy can hit. This guy can hit, man. Play, I told play. you that. He used yeah. to be, he was like 350 at one point. He had the whole Jeez. drug problem. Fought his way back. I I like Fury. I like his story because he's a yeah. gypsy, and they're, they're gypsies in the United Kingdom are looked down on. Yep. They call him a gypo, which is like calling somebody... Uh, you know, all sorts of racial. That's a you know, not a nice term. Yeah. And he fights back for that. Yep. You know, and I like that. So. So it's cool that you said on the last one. You know, we were talking about trainers and whatever, mm-hmm. and then Emmanuel Stewart's son. Emmanuel Stewart, yeah, yeah. When you, you told know, me, I didn't know that. I, I couldn't mean, believe you it. You think about the '80s and '90s was all about not only the great fighters, but they had traditionally great trainers. Yes. Trainers like Angelo Dundee yep. had Sugar Ray and Ali. Yep. You know, uh, Eddie Futch. For Joe Joe Frazier, him and uh, Yank Durham. Yep. Uh, then you think about Emmanuel Stewart. You think about uh, Customato, who had Floyd Patterson and Tyson. And Tyson. You know, great, great. And then now here's a lineage. He was Larry Holmes' trainer. Uh, he at the end he had Archie Moore, who was a former like oh, heavyweight, yes. the mongoose. So he had some and good Spinks trainers. Spinks brothers. Spinks brothers. Who did they? They might have had Archie Moore as well. Yeah. You know, and he was a, kind of a different type of dude who came up with unauthorized stuff. I mean, they were all good boxers. Were they? Great boxers. Was Spinks Philly's guy? Philly guys? No. Uh. No, no. The Spinks brothers. Because they were guys. Philly style boxing. Yeah, they were just tough, tough, tough guys, guys, man. Now, uh, Frazier was the. I mean, Philly Michael guy. was the better boxer. Leon was tough as nails. Yeah, with his two, two front teeth. Yeah, no, man. He, he beat Ali. Yes, he did. You know, and then I remember cheering for did the. Did Michael Spinks them. beat uh, Holmes? Michael Spinks beat him twice. Twice. Now, yeah. the both second them, one though, I thought holds out. Them, I think both of them were very controversial. Yeah. But uh, I remember cheering for both of them in the '76 Olympics. Both of them. Were, that '76 yes. Olympic boxing team they had Sugar uh, Ray, they had Sugar the Spinks Ray. brothers. Yep. They had a guy named Davis. They had a great boxing, and they and they, they had to go against the Cubans and the Russians yes. who were dominating. Telefilo Stevenson. And, did, did did Leon beat him? I think he did. I think that was his first loss. Yeah. And it was in Canada, right? That was in Canada. It was in yeah. Montreal. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. when our girl, Caitlyn Jenner, won uh, the decathlon. Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> God damn it. He was on the Wheaties. Box. The Wheaties what are these Kardashians doing to these men? He was a man's man. Now he's a chick. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Caitlyn Jenner, you were on the Wheaties. Box. What the fuck? Oh now you're a God. chick. Jesus Christ. Oh, man, the goddamn Kardashians. God damn Kardashians. One guy's a drunk, one guy's a drug addict, and now it's a guy's remember, a chick. Before the Kardashians, it was uh, Paris Hilton was ruining everybody. I think she's the one that took down the, the Britney Spears, right? Didn't she kind of ruin Britney yeah, Spears? Yeah, where she here's shaved here's her my thing. I mean, Paris Hilton's dad made all the money through the hotels. Yes. But what the fuck did she do except being his fucking daughter? Now, she was smoking hot because Erlacher used to bang the shit out of her. She was, I mean. And I, I banged the shit out of her that little She became, fa- one night in Paris made her famous. She was, she was smoking chick. You know, one it's not like I'm not going to fuck that chick. <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't mind fucking fucking her and then smacking her back in the head as I'm doing a doggy style. But she's, oh my God. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, John Gruden. You know? But I mean, what makes her famous fucking 
All yeah, right. Uh, okay. I got. Oh, by the way, we didn't talk about this either. The Chappelle. Mm-hmm. How great was that special? I watched that. What was the other thing you recommended to me? Oh, Ted Lasso. I saw the last Ted Lasso. I did see the uh, Chappelle. I always liked You Chappelle. texted me after you watched that Ted Lasso. Nate's yeah. a dick. Nate's a dick. Fuck that dude. <laughs> Every person I've talked to, I talked to uh, Andrew J. He's like, Nate's a dick. And, and, and now Tony he's, shows co- up. he's coaching for the old uh, owner, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, Tony shows up and goes, I knew it. Nate's such a dick. Nate's a dick. And, then, like, and Ted Lasso kept saying, hey, man, what happened? Uh, you, know what, you know what Ted should do is let... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he's there. He's there. Yeah, he's there. Roy let Kent. Him, Roy, can let Roy Kent kick his ass. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it makes for an interesting year three. I it did was. read an interview from uh, what, fuck uh, you, Dougie. from Nick Mohammed who plays Nate. Okay. In the show, and he's actually a stand-up comedian. Get out of here, is he? Yeah, and he said, you know, he knew the character was taking a dark turn mm. in season two, and um, so you know he. And he said that, you know, he would have to get his hair painted gray. And yeah, he kept painting. The last episode, you see like a gray-haired man. And I knew it was him. But he... God, he really... But they put gray. a... He said for that, they put a wig on him. Oh, okay. Just to make him look all gray. gray. But it was kind of like gray. they're trying to show the stress gaining on him. Okay. You know, and him getting gray. He said, you know, in the interview, that that's how they built the character up to be this. And, you know, it's all because of his dad won't accept him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. got daddy issues. So, but, <laughs> but yeah, let Roy, I love Roy K. He's a man. I told you about my niece chanting that shit to me. Yeah, that's that great. That's hilarious. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, and then uh, the Chappelle. Thing. I always like Chappelle. Chappelle's always like great. Chappelle. Chappelle's a bad. But he just did. Do you see what I meant? Like he did not give a shit. He was. That's like, what he said. He goes, "This is my last episode, yeah. and I want to get into these guys because they ripped me. Let me explain myself." And I think he explains himself very well. He did. He goes, listen, come on, I don't have nothing against you. He goes, you guys are a minority until you don't have to be a minority. Right. Like, oh, you want to call the cops on me until, oh, hey, if you were, like you were saying Clifford, Clifford, if Clifford was a big black gay guy, yeah. they, the cops would be like, fuck this. But also now you're white. Now you're not yep. a minority. And he's absolutely right. And I love how he said how the white women want to speak for us. Yeah. This is the, these all of a sudden all these uh, no we're not with you yeah. stop speaking for us yeah. no, you, you know you're not putting me back in the cage you know it's yeah. like he was and it's so right because you got these white liberal women who want to tell the blacks we're with you but we're going to tell you how you should why we're with you oh my god yeah. and he's like fuck that fuck you know me. what I mean oh let me god. be did and I, I loved did, it did I ever tell you this story uh, I don't know and I got pictures and I'll show you later um, during the demonstrations, hmm. you know, I had we have a couple of branches in some bad neighborhoods. Well, we I know had, the one they blew up the ATM machine. Yeah, so it was that one in, in Germantown. Yeah. They had to board up the place, and I like that. I like that neighborhood. I like that community because it's, it's a community that's together. It's Germantown, right? Germantown. Um, it's on Germantown Avenue, and they're really together, and they really support us because we're there for them, right. and we we try to take care of them. So one day uh, during these demonstrations, the the all the electric went out for like three blocks. And if the electric's out, all our systems and all the money comes out of machines. So we couldn't we couldn't open it. We couldn't serve our people. We couldn't serve our community. So my boss on a Saturday said, listen, I'm gonna drive down and see if the electric is back up. And because she lives in Fort Washington, it's not far. So okay. she goes down there and she walks up and she takes a picture of somebody putting Black Lives Matter on our the boards that we put up. 
And she's like, hey, don't do that, don't do that. She starts taking pictures of the person. Now, it was like August. Maybe it was July. It was smoking hot, even in the morning. Yeah. And it was a person with long sleeves, <laughs> sweats on, hat, goggles, mask. But as Jeez. she extended, the person spray painted it. It was a female. It was a white person. White woman, yeah. Now, I have another video where they were down in West Philly where it really kind of started. And it was a bunch of white girls doing the same thing. And these black women are saying, hey, don't do that. You're, you, this is our community. They're going to blame us for that, not you. Right. Don't do that. And that just ticks me off. Like, you know, if you want to be don't, part of the movement, don't be part of the movement. Right. But don't speak for these people. That's Let's it. Spit. Let everyone should They're have their it own like voice. We're everyone the bad guys. Everyone should have their own voice. And don't try to speak for these people. And then you're going to then back off and say it was them who did it. No, no, no. Don't do that. You know, you want to speak, speak, and, you know, be in front. But, you know, speak for everybody. And, and, and It's ugly. It pisses me off. It's ugly, man. You know, I, I'm willing to listen to everybody, but speak your mind. Don't try to say, oh, this is what I think people want. Right. You know. I'm but, with you. So that just pisses me off. All right, we are hour and eight. Oh, look at Indiana score. Now do they go for two? Uh, you got to go for two. Eh, fourth quarter. Early, early fourth quarter, you got to go for two anyway. Because okay. you get the whole time to oh, make up those they points. they getting the touchdown? No, they did not. All right. Anyway, so go for it. You know. um, we got Would You Rather, Florida Man, and then Mount Rushmore. Let's do it. Would All you right. rather? Would you rather? Would you rather have a pet dragon or be able to breathe fire on your own? His knees down. Uh, can I summon the uh, uh, the uh, breathing fire when I want to? So imagine you get your pet dragon that comes along with uh, your girl. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck! You had to throw that curveball in, didn't you? <laughs> you didn't. You had to throw that. Um, no, I'd rather have a pet dragon as long as he's loyal to me, and then I can say, you know what? I want you to burn this motherfucker. Yeah. You know, smoke this motherfucker. All right, let's go for a ride, and let's go find Father. Father of dragons. Father of dragons. Let's go find a queen of dragons, and we're banging her. You can sit there and watch, but don't set me on fire. All right. Would you rather sit in wet paint and not know about it, mm. or step in gum with your bare feet? I'd rather step in gum with my bare feet because that's coming off. Yeah. And wet paint. I've done sat that in too. wet paint. I've said that. I've, I've done that. Too. I've hit my. You know, I've scraped up. Oh, I've walls done it because I've done yeah. some so stupid. And I, yeah, I, I, I do that. Up shit. But I'd rather step in gum with bare feet because that's coming off. Yeah, I, I hate gum. I hate anything on my feet. I'm like a nut like that. I don't mind paint. It's going to come off. So, not if you're in... Say you're sitting there like that and that chair is all wet. And then I get up. Who cares? I got paint. Oh, well. I can change my clothes. Yeah, but if I step in gum on my bare feet... Yeah, it doesn't off. come off, man. It's all... Ah, it's yeah, gross. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, right. I don't mind the wet paint. Uh, would you rather mispronounce a common word several times, common word okay. several times at a work team meeting, okay. or bend over at a work meeting and have your pants split open? I'd rather mispronounce a word. <laughs> I would rather split my pants open. I'd rather mispronounce a word because I, I kind of do that anyway. <clears throat> like fuck it. It's like you know what I meant, and then the people under me were like, "All right, Jim, you're getting angry." But if I split my pants, there's no explaining that. It doesn't matter. It's a story forever. Yeah, fuck. I don't Mispronounce want to, I don't a want word. To, get it, get it, get it. Mispronouncing a word, they're secretly like, they're not telling you, and you're like, oh, you wouldn't know, and you keep mispronouncing it. 
I don't want to split my pants because they're going to be like, Jesus, Jim busted up with his pants. Jesus Christ. He's fucking old, bald, and he split his fucking pants. If I mispronounce a word, they'll be like, well, Jim fucking got that goofy-ass accent in his fucking I spent enough money on underwear. I'm, I'm okay with splitting my pants. Oh, I got it. I don't care about that part. I mean, I don't give a shit. If I mispronounce a word, fuck him. Just kidding on the spending money on underwear. But. And they don't get the two-point. That was a horrible freaking two-point conversion. Jackass. That was garbage. Who was that fucking Sirianni? That, that was a total Sirianni call right there. Yeah, well, okay. yeah, All right. right. All right. Uh, Florida man. Yep. Florida man. Florida man shoots down a law enforcement drone because it was harassing him, deputies <laughs> say. In Mount Dora, Florida, a Florida man accused of shooting down a law enforcement drone in July was indicted Wednesday on charges of possessing a firearm as a convicted felon and destruction of an aircraft. Here's the name. Wendell Doyle Goney, 51. I love it. Three names. Well, so Florida like an man. assassin. They always throw his middle name in a John Wilkes Booth, Lee Harvey Oswald. Wendy Doyle Goney, 51, was formally charged after he allegedly admitted to shooting a Lake County Sheriff's Office drone out of the sky with his 22 caliber rifle. According to a news release of the Department of Justice, Goney told deputies that drones had been harassing him. The release stated on July 11, 2021, deputies from Lake County Sheriff's Office responded to a burglary on a 10-acre property in Mount Dora, about 30 miles northwest of Orlando. The deputies deployed a drone to assist with an outdoor search, only to have it destroyed by gunfire that came by a nearby residence, according to release. After deputies confronted Goni, he allegedly admitted shooting the drone while adding that he was not legally allowed to possess a gun as a convicted felon. Goni has 20... See, now, there you go. You mispronounced a word. Ah, you want to get up and split your pants, too? <laughs> what, what did I do? Felony? Or no. felon? <laughs> Goni has 29 prior felony convictions in the state. This is, by the way, I have trouble reading just because I have, I'm dyslexic. But I, I've worked very hard at reading through the years. Okay. So, I don't know. He faces we, up to We th- all got our issues. Man. I got don't a lot of them, though. Dude. I ain't judging you. <laughs> You're not Dougie. Who gives a shit? <laughs> he faces up to 30 years in federal prison if convicted on both counts. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and Explosives, the Department of Transportation's Office of the Inspector General, and the Lake County's Sheriff's Office investiga- investigated the case. All right. And there's our Florida man for the week. All right, cool. All right, our Mount Rushmore of the week. Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. I like it. The best to play in the USFL. Ooh, I mean, there, there were so many good ones. I mean, you could go with the obvious ones who went on to the NFL who were very good. Right. You know, like the Jim Kellys and the Steve Youngs. I mean, Steve Young. but I, I want to talk about some guys who were good then. Yes. And didn't really go on. So one of the ones I want to the one of the first ones... Who in the first USFL championship, everybody thought the Stars were going to win because they were loaded. Yes. They were loaded. But the one guy who almost single, I think he did single-handedly beat him, Anthony Carter out of Michigan, Andrew T. Michigan. Michigan Michigan Panthers. Panthers. And he played for the Michigan Panthers. And he played for Michigan Panthers. In the USFL and beat the Stars. He played for the Vikings. He had an okay career. But in the USFL, he was the fucking man. He was the man. In college. He won single handedly won some games too. Yes. Anthony Carter, number one. He was fucking. He was great. Awesome. He was great. Andrew T, I hope you're listening. It's yep. your boy. All right. 
Uh, so I'll, I'll throw one out. How about Sam Mills, linebacker? Sam Mills, that's a great one. And again, for the stars, the stars were loaded with these. Guys. Went on to the New Orleans Saints with Jim Mora. Yep, yep. And uh, you know they were Saints were terrible before Mora got there. Oh, yes, they were. Yeah. For years and years and years. Um, oh Christ! It was so. I, I, I'm trying to think of guys that you made. There was a dude, and I forget what team he played. I want to say he played in the New England team. And he actually has some type of Philly connection. He was a quarterback. His last name was Walton. Walton? Yes. I remember him. Black guy, right? Black guy. And yeah. he threw weird because he had a fucked up injury on his arm. And But he's a winner. Yeah, I remember him. He didn't, he didn't put up great stats. He never made it in the NFL. Um, but uh, John, he, was it like John Walton? It might have been John Something Walton. Something like that? I don't and know. And he was somehow connected. Maybe he played for Vermeil and those guys as a special team guy. Okay. But, I mean, he had a weird delivery, but he did well in the USFL. John Walton. John Walton. Yeah. What college did he play for? What team in the USFL? San Antonio Wings. John Walton. Elizabeth City State College. There we go. Quarterback. Played for the Colts in the C... Indi- no, Indianapolis Capitals of the CFL, whatever that was. Okay. San Antonio Wings. And he played for Boston and New Orleans. In the USFL. So go. it was the Boston Breakers, and then they moved to New Orleans and became the okay. yeah, yeah. New Orleans Breakers. Wow, yeah. great call. 83 and 84. And he had this crazy, because he had a bad Dude, you are ridiculous. Injury. He had a bad shoulder, so he threw weird, but he yeah. was a winner. Yeah. You know, you know, you'd think, okay, this guy fucking, he's limited. He can't go deep, but somehow he found a way to win, whether he'd run it or find somebody open. So those are the type of guys I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's easy to say Jim Kelly and Steve Young, obviously. Eva Irv Eatman. <laughs> Irv Eatman was another yeah. one. It's funny because I had, I had Anthony Carter written down, Sam Mills. Uh, Reggie White. Reggie White to Steamboats, Memphis Steamboats. Yeah. Oh, my God. Was how, how dominant was he? And then how about that first year he played with the Eagles? He played a half year because yep. he played with the Steamboats, and he came with the Eagles, and he was number 91. Right. If you remember. And... Uh, I remember having this, he had this great half season. And they're like, if he played a full season, and everybody's like, there's no way this guy's this good. There's no way he's yes. this good. Right. And then Buddy came and said, oh, he's better than Richard Dent. You're like, get out of here, Buddy. You're bragging again. And then he became Reggie White. Yes, that's a great one. All right, here's one. Played for the New Jersey Generals. Okay. Maurice Carthon. Maurice was Carthon a... played for the Giants. Yes, he did. He was number but... 44. He but was he, great. Yeah, and he was uh, he was with the uh, New Jersey Generals. Yes, they were good. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm trying to think. I mean, yes, there was Herschel, who was phenomenal. He had 2,000 yards or more than – he broke the record, but they didn't count it, obviously. Doug Flutie. Doug, Doug Flutie. Flutie, which was weird because uh, there was a Houston team, the Houston – I don't know. Gamblers that uh, Kelly was a quarterback, Kelly. and then they moved up to the general. Somehow they combined with the New Jersey. Oh, Jer- did they? Okay. Yes, because Kelly was there with Flutie at the same time with the generals. Yeah, I, I remember a story that and Herschel, Herschel, Herschel. They, there was a story that they told uh, on ESPN of Thirty for Thirty the year they drafted all the quarterbacks, and Kelly gets drafted. He goes, I, I don't want to get drafted by the Bills because it's so fucking cold. So he gets drafted by the Bills, and they're about to sign, and they're like in a room about to sign a contract. And somehow the USFL breaks in. They're like, listen, i got to talk to Jim Kelly. Uh-huh. And whoever is in the Bills like stupidly said, oh, Jim, you got a call. And they said, listen, 
Pick a team you want to go to. Pick a city. I don't care, but just don't sign with the NFL. And he goes, I'll go to Houston. And then he interviewed Jim Kelly before he went to the Bills. He goes, hey, I'm down here in Houston. I'd rather be in Houston than in Buffalo. And that's what he said. He goes, I'm from PA. I went to Florida. I ain't going to Buffalo. I want to stay warm. And that's what he did. But then he ended up going back to Buffalo. Man, it got dark. Look at that. Yeah, it's getting dark. That's why I. Um, that's why I wanted to go inside here. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the Eagles had listen or the stars. Had, I mean, Kelvin Bryant. Kelvin, Kelvin Bryant, Bryant was okay with the Reds. He was a good third down back. But in he, USFL, he was great. He was a man. He was big. So I was going to say save him near the end. So he yep. was one for him. That's one I would mention. Yeah. He was he was forty four with the stars. But when he went to the Redskins, they're like, no, that's Riggins' number. You can't yeah, have yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And the linemen told him that they're like, no, no. So uh, they had another running back, and I don't know. I looked this Alan Harvin. Well, I don't really remember the dude, but apparently he was pretty good. There was a guy. Um, there were some great ones, right, in the USFL. I mean, you said Jim Kelly, Bobby Abair. Bobby Abair went to the Saints. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was in I the mean, USFL. I mean, you look at the, the, the stars alone. They had Irvy, and they had Oates brothers. Yeah, both of Brad them. and Bart. They were both fucking good. They had Calvin Bryant. They had my favorite uh, Penn Staters, Chuck Fusina. And Scott, Scott Fitzke. Fitzke. Now that's a fucking Penn State name, Scott Fitzke. Trying uh, to see if there's Sam a... Mills. Sam Mills, yeah. They had some D-backs who weren't that fucking great. They were great in the USFL, but not the NFL. No. Um, I can't name... I like, I, Sean Landetta was their punter. Sean Landetta, who went to the Giants as well. Um, Booker Russell, running back. Okay. I remember him. But I remember Booker Moore from Penn State. Booker Moore from Penn State. Booker Moore, that's my man. Yeah, so here, Vince DeMarinas was one of the linebackers. Okay. Uh, Glenn Howard was a linebacker. Uh, Jeff Gabrielson, sounds like a good linebacker. Yeah. Sam Mills, obviously. Rich Donaldson. John Bunning played for them. Get out of here. Yeah. John Bunning at the end of his career? Yeah, he was, he was with the USFL. I think after that he went into coaching. Oh, did he? I think yeah. he ended up coaching uh, North Carolina because that's where he went to college. God, that offensive line: Brad and Bart Oates, Irv Eatman. Jesus. That explains why they were so good. You have a great offensive line. Hint, hint, Eagles. Yeah. You're gonna do well. Run Domin- the ball. Just dominant team. And then of course they had the master at quarterback, my man Chuck Fusina, number fourteen out of Penn State. He just he would just manage a game. Oh, uh, he was great. Uh, I wonder who this is, because um, there's so many guys on here. I got a list of players that played. I wonder if this is the same Jimmy Smith that played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think so, because that was the uh, NFL, the U.S. in the nineties, like '84. Right, and he, so this Jimmy Smith played for the Birmingham Stallions. No, 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 no. no. Thirty-one touchdowns he had for the Birmingham Stallions. Oh, there you go. Yep. So, I mean, there was so many guys. I mean, I guess we oh, could Oh, you're right. So, before this, Jimmy Smith played for the Pittsburgh Steelers and was behind Lynn Swan and John Stallworth. So, he didn't play very much. Wow. Well, he played a lot there. Yeah, yeah. That's so, crazy. I mean, so many, you know, I guess you could mention Jim Kelly and Steve Young, who were awesome, obviously. Right. Oh, God. I mean, it, it was fun. And it was in the spring. The worst thing they could have done, if you ever saw that 30 for 30, is try to go to the fall and compete. Well, that was... That was, that um, was uh, Trump. Trump. Trump did that. Trump blew the league. Um, mm-hmm. I love Trump. Well, I mean, I like Trump. I don't love him. I like him. Yeah. Um, but he... He, he wanted an NFL team. I think he tried to get the Bills or something at one point. 
and he wanted the team so bad. And the fact that he never got that, he would, we can, he, he was just, you know, his ego told him we can be bigger. I mean, they had a good thing going, USFL. Stay in the spring. That's people it. wanted, people love football, so we had a spring league. Yep. And if they became so popular, then it became they had some, a feeding league. They had some smart owners and they had some dumb owners. The owner from Philadelphia, they, the first year, they go to the championship. Carl Peterson. They had 20. Carl now, Peterson. He was the GM. Was he? Well, he became yeah. the GM for Casey. But he was so fucking smart. Look at yeah. the fucking team. Oh, yeah. But they, the owner decided, so the first year they did 20,000 fans. They averaged a game. They went to the championship game. No. Wasn't that JFK? No, they played at the vet. Did they? I thought they played at JFK. No, they played at the vet, dude. Oh, today, okay. Yeah, there was fights in the stands. It was crazy. Yeah, I remember you telling me you and your dad went there. No one was fucking with you. Year, the second year, they drew 30,000 fans a game and won the championship. Well, the first year, they lost in the championship. They did. Yeah. The third year, the, the owner ball. decides to take them to Baltimore, mm-hmm. and they drew less than 10,000 fans a game. Mm-hmm. And, like, idiot. Won the championship again. And they did win the championship. And then the next year, they folded. Then they folded. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I, I, I always enjoyed it. You know how... Uh, I love the USFL. It was do, good football. Do, do you know how they used to... Uh, they say in your yearbook when we were graduating, what are you going to do next year? And some people say... Some people told the truth. I'm going to this school. I'm going to this school. <laughs> I said that I was going to Notre Dame and playing for the USFL. And people actually said, Jimmy's playing for Notre Dame? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you read the whole thing? Well, it was the senior superlative. Whatever. Whatever it was. What, what, what was your future plans? I said... To play football for Notre Dame and then, because I was a Notre Dame fan, and then go to the USFL. Do you remember what mine was? No, what was yours? <laughs> Hand on the moon? No. I wrote, uh, I was going to be a DJ in California. What are you, damn, damn, well, you were in California, but you were a DJ. No. Dougie no, no. was to uh, take a shit on, uh, in the White House. No, I'm kidding. I have no idea what the fuck he said. Because he was always fucking dumping. Just an idiot. Guy. Yeah. So that's it. Episode uh, 75. 75. We'll rock this one out. Um, That's a good episode, man. Fun episode. Glad I didn't screw that up like I did in the past, you know. What? What did you fuck up? No, you know, when I had those uh, episodes where I forgot to record or whatever. Oh, oh, oh. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Where's 76 going to be? Where's next week? Well, next week I'm, I'm Penn State, so... Well, that's good because uh, we're going to go out to dinner. It's our 30th anniversary, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so maybe we... Uh, oh, you're going to... Are you going on Friday night, right? Friday night, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll try and work something out. We could do a Monday. Maybe or we could Monday. do a Thursday or whatever, yeah, right? We could do Thursday. Yeah, we'll try and do something like that. Thursday would be good. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, yeah. maybe I'll come over your way and we'll do it at the uh, pizza oh, pub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, that sounds Thursday, good. Watch a little Thursday night football. There do it. Go. If it's there nice weather and be a little chilly, we'll yeah, do yeah. whatever, man. Sounds good to me. Oh, so. yeah, it's supposed to be a nice, crisp, you know, fall weather. I love fall weather. <laughs> I don't like the winter, but I like the fall. There we go. So episode 75 in the books. Yeah, Thanks for riding shotgun with uh, Norman Jim. We'll see you next week. Leave us a nice rating. Miss it. Miss it, dude. And he's got it. 20, yeah, it's still eight minutes left. Plenty of time. So, uh, yeah. Check it out. We'll see.